0: When what they're doing is something real to the point of, like, it's changing people. Right. Because it changed them and they can recognize it. It's people's ability to recognize greatness that make them great, really.
1: That's, yeah. Because right. we
0: do a lot of great things and you're like, ah, no big deal until somebody tells you it is. But it's those, great. But, but people that do great things and know that they're great at the moment. Yeah. That's why they walk around like, man, ah. that, dude's, that, dude's, that dude's a jerk. Nah, he just knows he's he great. He
1: knows he's great. <laughs> 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 you Welcome to too. the show,
2: everybody. We just came in hot. Because it was so good, we just turned on the mic. Welcome to the podcast, I'm Pastor Troy. Got Pastor Lou to my left, Pastor Marlon to my right. Today will be epic, I promise. Today's gonna be is gonna be epic. So glad y'all tuned in today. Welcome to the show. Um, we were we were having a conversation. Well, we we ended that conversation on basketball and didn't realize that uh, that. If you were if you were like alive in the nineties, you watched the greatest basketball ever and didn't even realize it, you know? I guess there would be people that would argue that, but I mean, how old were you, Lou? When? I
0: don't know. I mean, I I was born in eighty two, so I was a young kid, but dad he he was a basketball fan. Yeah. So, you know, that just depends on the household. My household was a basketball household. So we watched basketball. And and I didn't know it then, but I know it now, man. Yeah. I was like, And I think it was probably the best time to be a fan as well. Because you go to games now, I mean, it's like, you can't say nothing. <laughs> you, no, you can't you really cheer can. the way you want to cheer. No. You can't interact the way you want to interact. You know, half the people there are just like, they're they not basketball fans. They're just there because it's where to show up, where to be seen, like yeah. whatever. You know, you got people behind. Can you please sit down? Like, I'm, I'm, I'm at a basketball why? Game, like, That's right. Why? I yeah, came, I, I came here up. to stand up. Like that's I came right. here to cheer and go crazy and <laughs> yell at people and you know have fun. But <laughs> I remember when I was at a game with you and I screamed
2: out loud and the people that were next to us looked at me like you were. They were mad. Right. Oh, I think I, said, I was like, what? I
1: I thought like we're not what, at a movie theater. I thought we were here <laughs> to do this. <laughs> that's like, what I, we
2: do, right? I, I think it was a Kobe. It was the Kobe game. It's Kobe's farewell tour. Yes, yes,
1: yes. We want and I
2: shouted something out when Kobe was shooting a free throw or something. Yeah. And the woman looked at me like, oh, she was mad. Like, she was mad at me for yelling, like, oh, did I break polity? Like, I didn't, I thought I right. I thought. I thought, I thought we were allowed to do that.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it's interesting, too, man, because, I mean, just talking about the 90s, like, I didn't, I, my household wasn't a basketball household, but, you know, of course, in school, like, we all follow Jordan. We all follow magic. You know, we were just talking about that that greatness when you, like, when it's happening most of the time, you don't even realize it. Yeah, you don't, you, know don't what you, even, watch. you don't know what you're watching. Yeah. You don't know what you're watching. So, like, my kids, uh, when I was taking them to go watch LeBron, like, I, I, it, it freaked me out because I'm like, you guys don't even know what you're witnessing right now. Like, yeah. you have no idea what you're That's witnessing. There's a whole lot of people like that right now. Yeah, yeah. But, they. I mean, they had opportunity after opportunity after opportunity. And I think it's now that they don't have it mm-hmm. that he, and, he, you know, Braxton's a couple years older now, and he's like, he even told me, he said, man, I wish I would have just sat there and watched it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. So. Well, we watched some of the greatest basketball
2: ever. And I'm sorry for everybody else who's alive today and to get to see Magic Johnson play. Yeah. At his, at his apex. It was, it was magical. It was definitely magical. Before we, before we came in to start talking about basketball, we were talking about uh, what it takes to get to the table. And it was a lot of interesting conversation. And I wanted to come right in, but but then, then Lou and Mario were like, no, 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 <laughs> don't, don't go live. I said, Lou, I'm going live right now. We're going to talk <laughs> about this right now. Because I think it's a discussion that needs to be had in the open so people don't fool themselves into believing they're they're at a table when they're really not. Mm-hmm. And Lou, you had some uh, interesting perspectives on what it takes to get to the table. First of all, what it takes to get to the table of... <sighs> And I, this isn't I don't i don't want to sound arrogant or you're pompous here, but in the in the grand scheme of things when you do something that is so rare that you you're in the three percentile of people who do it then you're doing it on a you, you know you're just doing it on another level and it, it becomes it, it can become deceptive to a lot of people to believe that because they're so close in proximity to it mm-hmm. that it's it's easily achievable you see what I'm saying and a lot of times I'm like, no, it's not easily achievable. It costs you so, so, so much to do this like this that I don't want you to fool yourself, man. I don't want you to deceive yourself into believing that, you know, I, I heard TD I heard Jake say this one. It was the coldest thing I ever heard. He, he was approached by a young protege and, and the dude said, hey, how do I get a seat at the, at the table with you? And he looked back at him, and I, you know, I, I, can't, I don't, I forget who was at the table, but there was a bunch of, it was a bunch of number ones, you know, a bunch of number ones killing the game. And, uh, and first of all, it's Jake, so just imagine who's at this table. And and Jake looks back at him and says, "You, you gotta kill a lion. You go kill a lion, come back, put it on the table. We'll give you a seat at the table." I mean, obviously, that's a reference to to David. said, I killed a lion and a bear. Now I can kill the giants. And you want to sit at the giant killing table, but you haven't killed a you haven't killed a lion yet. You know, you want to kill a you want to sit with giant killers, but you haven't even killed a lion yet. So the discussion we were having was like, how do you get to the table? How do you stay at the table? How do you know you know, like, it just like what do you do with that? Like, how do you, because a lot of people, like I said, they're just like, oh. You know, I'm going to sit at the table with you. Like, ah, I don't know. I don't know if you can yet. You know, <laughs> I don't know if you can. And I don't want to lie to you. It'll believe in that, you right. know, that you can. And some people,
0: some people don't get it. You know what I mean? It's a, it's a, it's a tough understanding. I think that there's, there's so many angles you can come up with. Let me, let me give you this angle. Like you talked about killing a lion and, then, and my immediate response to that was like, well, you better go find, you better go find a different preserve. Cause everyone that looks, exists around this hemisphere <laughs> is mine.
2: He like, said, I'm, I'm, I'm the,
0: I'm the line. I'm I'll the say, apex hunter parts. here. Yeah. yeah. So, so, you know, when people say those types of things, like you gotta go kill a lion, like, yeah, but that person giving you that instruction they they haven't stopped hunting, right? right? Like they're that's still good. out, they're still right. out killing it. So you gotta, you can't just, you can't just think you can hover around them. You, you literally have to go out. I, I think, think that's, that's a, what's missing. That's a big part of it. Mm-hmm. And people don't want. To be uncomfortable, because right? they
2: want you to lead a hunting expedition for a, a them, yeah. and then say, "Okay, yeah. shoot that lion," and help them corner the right? lion. Right, and that's yeah. not how it goes down. Yeah. Like you got to go, listen. You got to figure this thing out for yourself. Yeah, like, that's right.
0: I can't do it for you. Yeah. <laughs> I, I yeah. Well, I mean, just to continue on that, like, there's so the the table, the table, you know, in in our world, the 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 kind of the the sun we all rotate around in church, in church world is is often um, it's very it's very applicable across the board. You can take it into business any yeah, direction. T- you take want, it at right? any but table. Like, any table is is filled with, you know, a lot of different perspectives. Help. You know, you got administrative staff, you've got leadership staff, you've got pastoral staff. But, but but what people need to recognize is that the individuals at the table that exists, like you want a seat there, right? Which means you bring you bring to that table a portion that without you, the table doesn't exist right? Yeah. You, so, so if, if that table is, is filled and you're trying to make a seat for
2: yourself. if you're trying to get it, you are trying to get to the table,
0: you got to bring something nobody else has. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the thing is, is like, you got to be honest with yourself. You gotta, you gotta have, you have a, have a real conversation with yourself about what is it that I'm actually bringing to the table? Mm. I, is it anything actually? Really. Cause I mean, a lot of people like over, overvalue what they bring, but in reality, like, yeah, it's not that tough. Like what you do, isn't that hard. It's replaceable. Yeah. You know, so like, and it's not to say that you can't do tough things. Mm -hmm. It's just that you're currently overvaluing what it is you do. Like you need to look at what you do and then do something, find something to do that nobody else can do. Like you got, you got to go hard in the paint and find something else. That's the lion killing. Right. So ultimately that's what that really means is like, you have to bring something to the table that nobody else around me can do. And the guys at this table, I mean, there's a lot that can be done. You're going to have to outmatch me at a lot of different things. I've been doing this a long time. right? So when you come to this table and you're like, man, I and want to And that's not see- arrogance. I no, want people just, to understand. That's not arrogance. I already arrogant. do it. I already do it. It, it what, comes
2: what, with a lot of pain attached to that, too. I want people to understand.
0: I got a tear in my eye saying it out loud. I There's just, a
2: lot of a loss in that. Statement. Absolutely. A lot of loss. Tons. And, and that loss, like, you, you lose enough, you, like, you figure out how not to lose.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like, I can't. Like, I've, and, and some people, I think, just admire what you do more than they have their own goals you know what i mean so i mean they're looking at you and they're saying that looks attractive and the table looks attractive that table ain't for everybody you know so <laughs> just because they see what what's going on in your life and see and they want to be part of it yeah that doesn't mean that, that that's you you belong at that table
2: it's just hard work yeah you know and in, in in i I, th- I was thinking about this on the way in a lot of people today are like there's this sentiment. I don't. I don't know where it's come from. But I was. I was thinking of like. I had dinner with mom and dad last night, and I was thinking, "Oh man, like, I've never seen anybody work as hard as dad. Mm. Never, never. Right? I just. I just haven't. I just. I mean, I, I. I just not. It's unmatched. And there's a sentiment in in society today that um, that just, it's like, it's almost like they don't want to work they want to justify not working that hard and they want to almost make it permissible or excusable or virtuous or virtuous to say, I don't work that hard. I don't work that hard. But I'm like, no, you need to work harder. Mm-hmm. You, there, like, like, like you need to keep quit giving yourself a day off and, yeah. and work harder. Yeah. And I, and I mean, I say that, but I'm like, I, we got an unlimited vacation policy here, but I'm just like, <laughs> but you got to work harder. Like, and that that development not working hard will never you know like like taking it easy on yourself will never develop you as a hunter like it will, it's never going to get you to the table yeah. if you take it easy on yourself i read this quote the other day i was like you got to get you got to um something like you got to work harder faster on making an impression on this earth you got to work harder faster and not give yourself so much permission to be you know I'm gonna I'm gonna take it easy today, right? You know, because that's not you're not. You can't kill a lion with that.
0: You can't get to the table with that. What do you What do you say to people that are at the table illegitimately? Oh man, I mean, you know, it, I do my best to not let them on it, like in it, around it. I mean, it, it's how do you do that? It, well, you're so talking to a guy today, okay? So let's just say you're
2: talking to a dude that's out there doing it, and there's this. He's got a team, and he's got a he's got a dude on his team that has. Um, an inflated uh you know he's inflated in his analysis of himself, he thinks like right. he's killing it,
0: yeah, I, I think there's a lot of things you could tell him the advice that I would give them is to learn how to take pride in your effort right like so you have you have a lot of folks, so you're referencing the idea of just, just people celebrating how little they actually do and how much they have right, like how much they can get with how little input they have, right, mm-hmm. so you have this you have a culture of. I've made this much with this little effort. And there's so there's not a lot of pride in people's effort nowadays. Yeah. Deion Sanders is a great follow. That's where I picked that up from him. But he's he's going on to his football team where he coaches at Jackson State, and he's telling these guys, like, you know, it's easy to celebrate touchdowns. It's easy to celebrate, you know, sacks and whatever, tackles. Those Those things are easy. But is it easy to take pride in your effort? It's easy to take pride in touchdowns and scores and yeah. all the good things that come on the field. But – but when it comes down to the third month of practice and it comes down to the grind late in August, you know, you, you're, you're sweating and it's now September. It's just, it's just one of those things where people's effort, the, their ability to recognize the pride in their effort is, is missing. So it doesn't matter really what you're doing or how you're approaching it, 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 it or where, when you're approaching it. But it's, it's just like you, you, you have to learn how to take pride in every single day and every single thing that you're doing. Yeah. Pride in your effort matters. Yeah it doesn't just matter to you, it matters to the people around you. That's why, like, successful people are often the ones doing the things that, like, other people think are just a waste of time. Right. You know, you're, you're there for a warm-up. And it's like, ah, I'm just warming up. You got to go, oh, he always liked to win the warm-up. Well, that, that dude's somebody to follow. He's probably the most jacked out of all of you, too. You know what I mean? Like, I know he's kind of a goofy guy, but this dude wins the warm-up. He wins, he, wins he wins the workout. He yeah. wins the, the cool-down. Like, he just wins at everything. And, and there might be a personality trait there that you don't like, but at the end of the day, he's taking a lot of pride in his effort. Yeah. Whether his focus is there on that or not, but at the end, of the, you know, I don't know, but the, the the idea of what is taking place is that in everything that they're doing, they're taking pride in it. Yeah. And they're living that way in every, in every area. I give that advice. You know, take pride in your effort. Mm-hmm. So no matter where you're serving, you're telling me you want a seat at the table, then you better take pride in your effort when it comes to doing things you don't want to do that nobody else wants to do and do them really well. Yeah. That's one thing that, that stuck with me so long. I mean, you know, I, my dad would referring to Dr. Keds, and he worked in the coal plant or steel plant for years in the Coke plant, right? So that was his first job right out of high school. It was back in the days when you picked you gonna work at the steel mill, you going to Ford, you know, going to this factory, whatever. You got you got your picket a litter where you wanna go, make a career out of it and go. Worked at the steel mill, nineteen years old, and you know, you got a you got a son of a, a, a Hungarian immigrant, you know, third grade education, working coal mines his whole life. And his instruction was, is on your breaks, instead of going to eat or smoke yeah. or do whatever you're doing, mm-hmm. go learn another man's job. Yeah. Like, Come on, so man. That's what I'm saying. You're not working another, hard enough. <laughs> no. and it's, it's, it, How hard is it to take pride and effort like to, to go shovel coal like after you already did your shift? When everybody yeah. else is going out to grab a cup of coffee, grab a cigarette, whatever they're doing, and you're going to go over here and learn how to do that job? Like you're going to, like the, 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 the amount of, yeah, it's just, Dude. they're yeah. separators. And then, and then a year into the job, you become the youngest foreman in, in U.S. steel history. Right. right. And it's not, it because, didn't accidentally happen. No. And it's not because he was so much better than everybody else. It's because one guy got sick. And nobody else knew how to do the job except for him because instead of taking breaks, he went over and learned how to do over the job. And, how to do and it. suddenly he's yeah. not a foreman. Yeah. That's that's how you get a seat the table.
1: But you have to get used to doing those kind of things without a pat on the back after. It's dirty. Exactly. You know, I mean that's the culture of today is you everything that you do you expect for somebody to congratulate celebrate. you and celebrate you for it. Give but you a thumbs that up, guy right. That guy hearts. went and did that and nobody even knew it until he was actually needed. Right. And your and participation trophies, man. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> we
0: rip him up in my house. Like you don't get I hear don't that. Go on friends yeah. like you participate so. Yeah, same with my house. You know, let like,
1: Braxton like, win? No, no, no. No, yeah. I don't let him win. Absolutely. You know, not. not at all. Like I I beat him every time. Every time I'll beat <laughs> him. Punish he him. hasn't him. he hasn't beat me in a race yet. I won't you're let him gonna, I won't let him pull a it. hamstring here soon. Yeah, it's it's about over, better believe. it. But I won't let him have it, man, because you got to earn that.
2: Yeah. I think I think the sentiment is, man. Just because you're in the room doesn't mean you're at the table.
1: If, if somebody, because
2: there is a percentage of that, that's real. Like somebody has to cut you a break mm-hmm. to let you in the room. You know what I mean? So that's the, that's where the, 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 like I'm polarized in like where I like, yeah, you got to work for it. But man, somebody's got to cut you a break. Like somebody's got to bring you in. Somebody's got to see the value in you and, and let you, and open the door to you. And I think, I think what we're talking about here is just because, you know, like listen, okay, I'm going to open a door for you. But just because the door's open. Doesn't
1: mean, you get, you get to sit down yet. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Like, it's what you do with it when that door gets open. Don't go rushing in there, like, immediately thinking that you got a seat there. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, right. You, you sometimes you got to sit back and you got to take some notes, <laughs> you know, <laughs> or do what's needed, necessary of, you know, what, what, what's needed of you. Yeah. I think
2: what, what percentage of effort would, would you like to see from the people around you guys? Like, okay, so what percentage of self effort? from the people that are around you, you say, okay, I opened the door to you. Now, now show me what you got. Like what, where, like what percentage of that, like, are you looking for? Show me what you got. Yeah. Like once you open you the door, go all in. like I let you in <laughs> Then you say, all right, I need you to, <laughs> I need you to go. I need you to go.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's at, when, when you're let in the door, like you, you better give it, give it all, give it all to me. You know what I mean? Yeah. And to everyone else at the table, like, I mean, serve, yeah. You know what I mean? Servanthood is huge. You Yeah. Know what create mean? I, worth. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I got used to doing things behind the scenes where nobody was even paying attention to me. You know what I mean? But you're wondering, how did that get there? I didn't raise my hand and say that I did it, but you got it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So we need more of that. Like go in and, and serve like the table.
2: In any area, this works. Mm-hmm. This works in anything. Yeah. Like you just, you look at the dude and you go, okay, what does he need? I'm going to, yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to go find what he needs. Yeah. You know? Like, so it's about servicing the Kings that sit at the table. Yes. If you can find a way to serve the Kings that sit at the table, eventually you're going to end up at that table. You, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, you yeah. will. Well, people will often see, you know what it is that they want as the most important job mm. in the room. Exactly. And I'll that's wrong, that. it's a wrong, it's a wrong viewpoint. Like if you're given an opportunity, which we all have been given them, what you do with it, right. Is up to you. And it is it, a matter of, of looking at it, your perception. Is now the opportunity I've been given is now the most important job in the room. Yeah, I don't have to be the head coach. You, you make me, you make me like the line coach. I, I don't care if you give me the job. This is sports analogies. That's what I like to talk about. It's good. You, you can give me the job just to keep the players back, right? Like we don't want any. We don't want just any, keep like, them in the box. Just keep them in the box. Mm-hmm. If that's the job, that's the opportunity I have on staff, bro. I'm gonna, be I'm gonna the hook it up. Best ain't nobody gonna on be the out there planet. on the field. Let me tell you, no. <laughs> stay back. I'll be the most yeah. obnoxious. Gonna,
2: you're gonna be able. It's gonna look like
0: haircut. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Every time, but, but, but that's the recognition of the moment. Like that's the recognition of the opportunity. Like you don't, people don't recognize, we just talked about it. When we were talking about basketball. You don't recognize it oftentimes in the moment, right? But the, but, it, but the guys who do the gals that do when they, when they're given opportunities, they see it. And they're like, I don't have my eyes on the head coaching job. I'm right here. I'm right here. I'm, I'm right in front of me right now. I'm going to be the best at what's right in front of me. So if you give me that opportunity, I'm going to crush it mm-hmm. to, to the, to the extent at which nobody's ever seen it done before. Once that's done, another opportunity is gonna raise up. It's gonna happen. Right. Somebody's gonna get hurt. Somebody's gonna be missing. Somebody's gonna be gone. And they're gonna need somebody to do it. And they're gonna remember, man, this is the dude that hasn't that's held back these kids for the entire season, not one time. Always there, always on time, always ready to go, takes it serious, and all of a sudden another opportunity raises, another yeah. opportunity comes up, and then you're available you're given the next, the next opportunity. So it's just like, I think it's, it's a matter of recognizing each opportunity opportunity as a stepping stone, be the best at the current opportunity you have, like stay right there, right where you're at, like stay focused. How do you deal
2: with discouragement on your team? Cause, with, it, Cause it's going to happen. My little
0: third and fourth graders. I'm no, co- not. The- <laughs> <laughs> I'm coaching third and fourth grade football right now. There's a lot of discouragement. Like they get
2: discouraged because they, they, they have an estimate. They have an over inflated estimate of the value they bring to the table. And oftentimes like, it, you know, they get discouraged for one reason or another. Perhaps you're not recognizing it or um,
0: they feel like they should have a better say or whatever so how do you deal with that like yeah i mean there's lots of methods man you have you know i have a friend who who jokes about tearing down to build you up this is his way to way to go go at it um but i don't think it works very well <laughs> no about you walking
1: and stuff and we push you down yeah yeah <laughs> Get up. you, know, you know, know how to swim it. i'm gonna throw you in the pool yeah here you go that's go. how i learned how to swim by the way <laughs> <laughs> Many of it us worked did. for me i mean it worked pool. for a
2: generation maybe it works it's not
0: working you there go to you. jail for that <laughs> it's <laughs> over it works you don't go to jail for much else but you go to jail for that sort of kid to
2: pull kids swim.
0: <laughs> no but um, well, I mean no discouragement is you got you gotta you gotta you gotta recognize the person I think that's that's an important attribute for any leader it's to recognize good. the individual the personality traits because there are people that still respond to that negative reinforcement is a tool it's just not often used on the right people right like so you can't blanket that for every individual you got to recognize the individual you're working with. And see what you know makes them tick, and respond to that accordingly. That's a leader's job, to be able to be pliable to the individuals that are serving on right. their teams. Yeah, like leaders don't lead for themselves; they lead for the others. I think that's the key. Yeah, that's the key that's to it. Yeah. You, you know, discouragement is going to come to everybody, including the leader. So if you don't have somebody above you that is that is recognizing the individual that you are, that can feed what it is you need when you're discouraged, it doesn't matter how great of a leader they are, and they're 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 work in right. their world if they don't if they can't feed you the way you need to be fed right like the the palate that you receive from yeah they're you not gotta your, find they're not your leader it. yeah you, you got to find it. the one that can feed you now it doesn't mean that you're you're always looking for somebody that's going to tell you what you want to hear that's not my that, point that yeah that's not my point my, my so you got to be you got to get yourself around people who are going to challenge you right but like you also need to become a little bit self-actualized. Like you need to recognize what you respond to well. Mm -hmm. Right. And that comes with age, comes with maturity, comes with emotional, emotional intelligence, intelligence, but you got to, you have to work on that. You got to recognize, like you got to look at the past and be like, okay, what worked well for me? Why, why is it that I remember my second grade teacher, but I can't remember what I ate yesterday. Right. Like she, she just inspired me in a way that nobody else ever could, but it's just because we communicated on a level that made sense to me. So, go find yourself Mrs. Archer. Right. Like that's just, and for others, they hated her. Like she's a real person. This is not a metaphor. Like she's a real person. She, <laughs> she, she would ring people up by the neck and man, they hated her. Like they, you know, she was mean like mm. to me. She was the greatest teacher ever. Yeah. You know? But, yeah. but she inspired me with fear. Like I didn't mess around in her class. Like I worked with you. I'm like, Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, so I, this is the person, one. Uh-huh. this is somebody you don't, you don't play with.
1: <laughs> I, ain't even this I, I,
0: I don't want to play. <laughs> I don't want, I want nothing to do with it. Like, but 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 she inspired me and she taught me and I learned from her yeah. mostly because I recognized like this was not the classroom to play around in. Like you just don't. Yeah. So but if you followed the directions in her class, she gave me all the time. I think
2: honesty me- with it can't just be honesty though. It can't you can't just tell me the truth because that'll hurt me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because the to think about the most discouraging times where you're know, like you're down, you don't I don't you can I want you to tell me the truth. But if you just give me the truth, I need more than the truth. Yeah. I need to know that you're right or die with me when you give me the truth. Yeah, I was curious. I like, ain't listening it depends to depends
1: on who it is that's giving you the that's truth. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So, like, for the people,
2: I mean, you're at the table. Like, I want you to tell me the truth. But I don't want you to tell me the truth, like, just the, just the truth. I don't need just the truth. Yeah. I need the truth that says, hey, bro, like, you know, I, I'm with you. Right. I ain't never leaving you till the list fall off. And here's what we got. That's right. This is what we're dealing with. You want to, I need you to do this. You know, I don't know if we have that ability as accurately with the people that are in the room
0: with us. Do You think oftentimes not? No. Yeah. But, but I think the best of, cause the, you're impatient. Yeah, you are and it, the world is impatient the world is impatient well, yeah it is i
2: know i'm impatient yeah <laughs> you
0: should be i think <laughs> you I, I, see it
2: I, the way you want it and you're like how come you can't see it that way
0: well if you don't have a little bit of that you you know you're just sitting around like this right. isn't this isn't we ain't heaven yet like you got to work
2: so none of it's personal
0: no none of it's personal but at the end of the day like if you're not willing or capable of customizing your approach to people you can't lead people because we all have our yeah. days when we're impatient but mm-hmm. but if that's your mo every day Unless you got a lot of money. Like, you're out.
1: I don't it's even. Just, yeah, you, know? you can do it with a lot of money?
0: I don't know, man. I don't know nothing about money. I don't have a lot of money. I just see it that way. I see it. <laughs>
2: but, but I think if I had a lot of money, I'm going to be talking sideways to anybody I'm, I wanted.
1: There's a, a certain I'm amount of commas. i rude to you today. I'm just letting you know. Well,
0: let me tell you something. <laughs> but, but listen, I do I'm going to pay you well. a lot of
1: money. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but my point is, are you sharing it? Because I'll let you be rude to me. I just need to know how I, many commas you have I, available. Any millionaires out there that want to talk down to me? Come. Nah, I, I'm a, <laughs> I'm gonna need some bees. I'm gonna need some bees at this point. Inflation's high. Yeah, that's, right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
1: that's right.
0: You got some bees. You got some billions in the bank. Then you can you can talk down to me. Yeah, I'll be Earl hey, today. I, <laughs> <I'll make it. laughs> every day, every day.
2: I don't think so, man. You you say that laughingly, but I don't
0: think so. I you don't be, think you'd be would. surprised at how much I'm willing to take. Like <laughs> Like my mindset is so eternal. I don't even care. You like I mean? that is true. You, like, dude, you do get real,
2: like enlightened at certain times. I'm like this dude is just un- unfazed. Like what would
0: you like me to get upset about? Yeah. Like, it, like you realize how it, I can't even put it into words. It's just it's me. Like, yeah. Who cares? We were at a, we were at an
2: event uh, not long ago, and I looked and like I just I just saw in the room something happening. I'm like, why why is Lou doing that? I was, and I thought. Maybe he's just doing that, you know. I'm just like Maybe he's just. I don't know, but he just, he just like I, what would have been severely disrespectful to me. I was like, that is,
0: I, you know, like I looked. I know exactly he, what you're talking about. I, I was disrespected I, and I felt disrespected, right? But then I quickly remembered, I don't care. <laughs> like,
2: <laughs> That's exactly it, right true. there. That's it. <laughs> it was so true, dude. <laughs> I look back, and he's cutting it up and laughing. I'm like, maybe. Maybe he asked for that. I don't even know. I was offended for him. You know, like, yeah. what? Like, I was busy. I couldn't address it at the moment. But,
0: I mean, I, is there a secret to that?
2: Yeah. How do there, you get like that? Secret.
0: There is a secret to that. It's, it, it, you, 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 have to, you have to begin to recognize the value mm-hmm. of your own worth. Like, you take pride yeah. in your I think own effort, right? Like, that's good. The value of my worth is determined by whether or not you respect me. Come on. That's like, good. That's it, it. I want you to, and yeah, I feel yeah, the emotion good. of being disrespected, and I don't like it. And, and in, the, in the case that you're talking about, like, I'm going to address it, but I'm not mad about it. I'm just like, you know, because it, it doesn't change who I am, what I have to offer. Like, it doesn't, it doesn't you're, really. You're it not going to let it disrupt oh, your day. You Come on.
1: Man. I think yeah. that's what, like,
2: and, and I think, like, the older I get, the older I've gotten, the more I've learned that I'm a king. Yeah. I'm a king, dude. I don't have to get upset by that. Right. Yeah. I'm 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 a king, whether you recognize it, you don't recognize it, whether you put me here, you put me there, whether you address me as such or not, I'm still a king. I mean, unless so you're putting I'm, your
0: hands directly in my pocket.
1: Right. Yeah. You but know, that, we're gonna that, keep I, moving on with that. I'm the probably day. just gonna
0: keep on moving. But on. that does
2: separate yeah. you from that that right there, that sentiment that you you just clarified you just articulated is what brings you to the table. Mm-hmm. And I think a
1: lot of a lot of people can't get there. They can't well, get there because of that. But I'm not you know a lot of people don't have other kings reassuring them that they are. That's my point. Kings.
2: So there is a percentage so, of it that yeah. The kings at the table are responsible to
1: steward. Yeah, I mean, I was at a. I remember being at the place where I, you know, was very questionable about my identity and everything else, and you know, wh- who I was. So I think it it does take that. It takes like you know another king recognizing, hey, you're a king, and you need to know you're a king. Like you said, here's you the do, room. You That's, do king stuff. Come come check this out. Let's yeah. let's
0: let's spin this for a minute if you don't care, because I I think spend. it's so deep. I think it's so deep to talk about in the recognition of, of like lineage and men and children, families, because you have, you have, you have a a succession, right? Like, yep. We have succession. The reason why princes become Kings and princesses become Queens is because their parents were Kings and Queens. Yeah. I'm gonna let you get away with that today, but I don't, well, they, they they passed down an understanding of who they are from day one. Like, (laughs) they're they're labeled they know who they are because they're they' they're, they're yeah. from day one they're trained to be that. I had a conversation with a really good friend of ours we share it and it you know it was it was heartbreak it was a, what I thought was an incredibly enlightening conversation and, and yeah. it was in many ways it it broke him down like it hurt him badly because it re- made him recognize that what I was sharing with him and that this that, that 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 topic like that understanding of who that, you are yeah, yeah who your daddy is don't matter. He looked at me with the biggest tears in his eyes. Oh man! He was like, oh, I don't have a dad. I don't, I didn't know. Cause I kept using my dad. It's crazy. I didn't have a until, dad. Right. Like until you, until you get, until you understand who you are, like until you've experienced the it's miracle true. of understanding who your father so is, true. you can't be a king. It's so true. That's why you got so many people running around like, living hurt and mad and angry about somebody quote unquote disrespecting like you can't disrespect me you can't, you can't I, disrespect I'm a king me. dude because I know right. who I am yeah so the value I see in which you know I've been blessed with that was, that was my opportunity right I was born thank God like I gave my, my dad was a, was a steel mill worker cash his paycheck at the bar across the street every day just like all the rest of them do Lorraine. Yep. The somehow nice. some way that's baller men, right? men are old they, yeah. I remember that, yeah.
1: yeah. Walk right across the street, cash a check. You I remember this. Spend that. Spend half saving, before saving, you got home. Yeah, I was going to say, you're <laughs> saving, your bar, savings dude. account was in your pocket. You steal my jeans, I broke. cash your
0: check at the bar. At the bar. Like, same dude, all the other guys, right? How do you remember that? I mean, because I'm getting old. Dang. Yeah. Getting old. Like, you, 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 have, you have that man meet a little old Hispanic lady walking down 28th Street on the same day that my mom meets... Another old lady right. passing out tracks. They come home, toss tracks on the counter, have a conversation about what they had, you know, going on that day. And then they go to Norma wheelers life group. Yeah. And they meet yeah. Jesus. And then my life changed forever. Mm-hmm. Suddenly I know who I am. That's crazy. It's, like, because without oh, that, crazy. like, you know what, you know what I become, you know what we become. That's right. You get, you, it's a miracle. Like you're a miracle sitting here too. I know it. Been. I think it like, all the time. Like me and Marlon say this the all the time. I'm I like, know. did you it's
1: ever imagine? Never.
0: Did you ever have thought?
1: Right.
2: It's crazy. I didn't have a dad. I mean, your dad became my dad yeah. in so many ways. Like, I mean, I obviously I did have a dad, and God worked through all of that. But, but like to think, like like outside of that, outside of like knowing Jesus and. Yeah. You know, knowing the father, it's impossible. It's yeah. impossible, dude. You can't even, I, you might be successful, but you're not a king. No. You know what I mean? You can't rule correctly until you know
0: Money don't make you a king. So but I'm saying there are tons of people running around with money what? acting like idiots. I yeah. mean, that's, you could be, fo- but there's a separation factor, right? Between somebody who has money and somebody who's a king. Like, I mean, you know, there's the such difference. an advantage. You know the difference. They, they live differently. They walk differently. They talk differently. Things don't affect them the same way. They're not buying their. They're not buying their kingship. You're buying your kingship. Mine's. I'm. I'm. I'm, I'm made. My, mine's in my blood. I'm made. Too. <laughs> like, yeah, that's right. I'm made. Like I have. I have royalty in my blood. Like I come from a line. Like you. You got your. Uh, new, your new money. That's rich. Like, I'm old. That's rich. I'm old money. That's rich, dude. <laughs> I'm old I live in Naples, son. <laughs> that's really old. Like, but it's it's the different, and it's just an understanding. Yeah. And that's the miracle that Jesus offered. Like you. You have. You have the ability to become old money in this lifetime. Come on. Yeah, That's you, crazy. You, you, you tie yourself to a lineage, to a yeah. heritage. And then instantly, like you can't uh, be independent. You're turned into a king. Yeah. And it's and it's recognized by everybody.
1: It yeah. is. That's what's cool. It's about It is. You carry it with you. man. Carry it. Yeah. And, it
0: and, and nobody questions it. Yeah. And it's like, well, show me your show me your show me your, your family tree. What's your last name? I, yeah. I can show you right now. Yeah, I'll show you like yeah. suddenly papers appear. Like, right. Like suddenly right. a family history appear photo. Albums Take you appear. to Matthew chapter one. Let me show you. <laughs> like, There's a lineage. I can there. show you 14 generations. It's so cool. Like that's so the conversation I was having with that guy that broke his heart, uh. but it also revealed to him like for one of the first times at, uh, months later, we talked about this. He's like, yeah. bro, I, I was crushed for months. Really? Yeah. Oh, and he was like, and I knew he, I knew he was hurt that day. And like, we hugged it out and it was not like, it wasn't mad hurt. He was like, it, it, it just touched him. Right. Like, so he was touched that day. And it was a good conversation, but the, the grasping of understanding, even though like we're, all, we're already both like believers, right? Like we're already loving Jesus every day. Mm-hmm. But that was a moment for him of recognizing like, man, I really need to go meet my father. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, then, and then went and found him. And that catapulted him. That catapulted him. And then started a church. It never would have happened if it wasn't for that. I, I believe genuinely like that. Not, not, no. not I don't mean the conversation I had with him. I mean, him meeting his father for real. No, I know it's right. Right. Like that, that moment created then. Now he became old money. It was like, Oh, I, you I can do, it. I can do yeah. this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think a
2: lot of times we use those experiences or lack thereof as an excuse to not be a king, mm-hmm. you know, but you can become one, you know, you can become one. It's just, you it has to come through the father. You can't, yeah. you can't get there. Otherwise yeah. you remember, uh, we'll close with this. You remember the first line you killed? Hmm. Metaphorically. Me? Yeah. Man. Like dude, th- that made a difference. I do that. Like, like that ma- let you know, like, Oh, I'm a giant killer. Like, yeah. Oh man, I'm a
0: giant killer. Yeah. It's so we found a box of pictures the other day. Yeah. And it goes like 40 years back. Like from when I was a kid, and I was looking through them, and like I remember a lot of stories of just impactful moments, but there was one there. I was, I was in a golf cart over on the 65 acres. We owned this land at the church. We did a bunch of cool stuff over there, ministry work and stuff like that. And I was driving a golf cart, and, and, and uh, next to me uh, was, was Elder from the church. And I'm, I'm sitting there looking at that picture, and I'm like, mm-hmm. man, I can't believe it was Jim Johnson. I can't believe... <sighs> I'm driving Jim Johnson around the 65 acres. Like it was, and I know it's not a lion killing story, Mm. but it is because, because that moment that was
2: a lion killer, that was a giant killer. I was learning. I was a lion killer.
0: Yeah. I was like, bro, this, I saw that picture and I'm like, man, that's the person. I've been killing lions since I was like 12. That's what's, you know, young, like little, and, and then I'm sitting here, I'm sitting here, I'm that's cold. In a, oh, that's I'm cold. sitting, I'm that's sitting cold. here Ride next to a giant <laughs> killer.
2: Giants.
0: Like I'm riding next to, I'm riding, I'm driving around a giant killer. Wow. And yeah, he's literally got his hand on my leg. That's
2: that is a great perspective.
0: He's like holding my leg. I'm driving. And it's just a picture of us straight up. And I was like, man, that's crazy. So the giant killing story, I mean, it's just, it's not so much as like what the action was as much as like, I've been, I've been in the game so long, like been around so long and participated in so many impactful moments mm-hmm. where a lot of my participation wasn't me at the, I was a kid. Right. So like it was dad doing the things, other pastors, elder Jim, like all these different people doing these things. But I was there. Like I was a part of that. And whatever yeah. role I played, like anybody out here listening at the moment, like any role you play, like those are, those are moments of, yeah. of, you can kill of lion. killing lions, yeah. man. You can kill like you killed them. Yeah. You just don't see it that way.
1: Mm-hmm. But it was, it was that. Yeah. yeah. You remember? Well, I mean, me is it's I don't I can't specifically say a time but I mean I'm still just recognizing you know over the past six years like things that have happened that that uh, are very impactful not only in my life but to my kids yeah you know that that I can stand up now and and look at them and and say man you just you wait yeah (laughs) you know not even wait like but right now you're like we're in the middle of it you know what I mean so right um, no, there's just so many uh, moments that I look back on right now, and like I said, it's, it's all it's all it's it's not like twenty years ago. I mean, this is stuff that has happened recently that i that I'm realizing that you're out here slaying it, yeah. You know, you're out here killing it, and so. Um, so no, I mean I think it's just every every opportunity that comes, man. I'm just like, okay, here's another, and, and then when you've done it, then you know when a giant is standing in front of you. Yeah, you know yeah. that you need to slay. So
2: I had one. I like, I think I think you got to keep in between your giants. You got to keep killing lions and bears. Yeah, absolutely. You know I mean, I think you just got to keep on. The fight never stops, and you got to keep the small incremental improvements, mm. and and you got to keep doing it. I remember years ago, uh, I I, uh, I was. You know, I ministered down in Fresh Fire, and that's when I I, I got done. I'm like, I think I I, I knew something happened. You know, mm-hmm. what I mean, like I think something just happened. You know, and then more recently, where you know it turned into a giant was the pandemic, and everything that happened there, mm-hmm. and it was such a a big, it was such an ominous figure. Uh, that kind of like i thought it was you know honestly like there was a lot of it took a lot of courage i know the whole team but but in that moment you didn't, i didn't you know, I didn't have time to like think about it or train for it i was just like well we're just going to go you know we're just going to go and and i remember like just fighting just remember i just remember fighting and after it i just felt like oh that was that was significant yeah. I, I think it was significant for so many people but but a lot of people would be shocked to hear me say it, but like it was significant for me yeah, to like come through that and win and right. just, and, and win and, and get on top of that giant, take its head off with its own sword, use it now, build, you know, like it was so big. Like it just, and and when you kill those giants, like you kill a couple lions, you kill a couple bears and then a giant presents himself. And you kill a giant. You walk differently after that, dude.
0: Yeah, you do. What do we? Who are we without the pandemic? Like without the pandemic happening? I I do not know, but it like, was formative. It was formative. I, I, you know, you when God puts a giant in front of you, like <sighs> He does it for a reason. Yeah he does I would have there. never asked for that. <laughs> right. Who ever asked for a giant? I, don't
2: know. <laughs> I think that's part of the secret, dude. If we're talking
0: about giants in the context of them being like really big and scary and could kill you yeah. and yeah. and should have killed you, dude, yeah, they should have killed us.
2: You should not be out here, David. You should not be out here throwing rocks that's at right. this giant. That's like it's right. gonna kill you. <laughs> you you're about to you're about to lose all of the legacy that you you know. Everything your fathers fought for that, that that presented a chair at the table for you yeah. is about this giant's about to destroy it all. And I remember like, Well, it's a hundred percent on, man. Just go. Mm-hmm. Just go and like give it all you got and then turn around after it and go, Wow, man, yeah. I, I was made to kill giants. And I so think like that's where you gotta get, you know, you gotta you gotta get yourself to a point to where like you gotta stay hungry, you gotta stay you gotta stay hunting. You that's you right. cannot take a day off of hunting. When I used to really hunt, like I th- I hunted three hundred and sixty five days a year. There wasn't a day of the year. I wasn't thinking about big bucks getting in the woods. And th- I just stay and now like it's like ah I just hunt I just stay hunt hunting. I just hunt every day. I'm just you know, and I think that's what gets you at, at the table and that what that's what keeps you at the table. And those giants, man, once you once you kill a giant, it's a rap, right? It's a rap. Like you
0: just like it's a wrap. You see, well, that's, you how, that's what we talked. We said a bit earlier, like, like you, you could recognize people who killed giants before, because they don't get stirred up by. Mm-mm, they don't they get just chill. you out. Like, they, you're little. Yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you like your criticism is is small. It's, it's all it's little. all good. <laughs> hey, listen. Thank you for thank you for being at the table today, guys. Thank you everybody for tuning in today. I'm Pastor Troy Thompson. To my left is. Yeah, uh, my name is Lewis. Frank (laughs) Caton. Giant Giant killer. Giant killer. Giant killer. Pastor Marlon. Thank you for joining us today. Live right. Love everybody. Pray hard. Go to church.